It's the Ides of March. I'm Mike Benedetti. This is 508, a show about Worcester. Today, Carl. Hi, Carl. Hi, Mike. Today, Carl has invited us to be here with a bunch of awesome people at Assumption College. Also on the show today is Tracy Novick. Hi, Mike. Where are you? Let me get you another thing. There she is. <laughs> there's also, there's a few people who are here today who, who just want to watch but don't want to be on TV, and that's totally okay. But there's a lot of people who want to be on TV today. Um, this is like, uh, I guess like a, is this, you call this like a senior education or adult yeah. education uh, workshop class about the future of journalism, where journalism, where we are, where we're going. This has always been a source of great excitement and great anxiety on the 508 show. So I'm super excited to talk to people about this today. Um, I guess the first question I want to ask is, you know, where do you get your news? How, how, how do you feel like that's going? I want to start off with Bobby from Grafton. Hi, Bobby. Hi. Well, I do read the TNG. I, I, first of all, I have to say that I live in Grafton, but I'm not even a native of this area. I've only oh. lived in Massachusetts for the past 15 years. Okay. So um, you have different, I think, a different perspective when you didn't grow up in an area. But um, I certainly read the TNG, and I get a lot of news from the Internet, um, and then I read national news publications. Do you feel do you feel like you're able to keep up with what's going on in Grafton from the stuff that, that you're doing? Not that well. No? No, not that well, honestly. What, like, what, what? But I don't have children at home anymore, and okay. I think that sort of influences it a little bit, too, because I'm not involved. When I had kids growing up, I was very involved with the school and everything, and I'm not mm -hmm. anymore. Do you, so. I mean, can you, can you put your finger on the kind of stuff that you need more of news-wise, or is it just a feeling of... I think it's just a feeling. I, I mean, I've gotten to know like our state senator fairly well recently, and that's been very helpful. I mm. know more about his positions and all. But as a whole, I don't know that much about local politics in Grafton. Mm. Okay. Who else? Who else wants to pitch in here? I have another source of news. My telephone. I just realized this. Is that right? Um, I live in Uxbridge, okay. and I read the TNG. And Uxbridge uh, doesn't get much coverage in the TNG. Yeah. Um, as I drive up Sutton Road, at the, where I live, um, I noticed there was some new telephone poles there, and I was wondering what it was. It looked like they hmm. were too close together to be just new telephone poles. Okay. But it looked like there was some kind of major construction going on there. So I was wondering what it was. Um, got on the um, website to see if uh, Oxbridge had some information about that, didn't have it. Got on the telephone, called the town, and asked uh, the... It was the, uh, the department that uh, issues uh, building permits. Mm -hmm. What's going on? Uh, no, no answer. Leave a message. Uh, and a woman called back, uh, uh, but two days later, with the information huh. about there's a, apparently a new um, solar array that's going in that area, which is, yeah. that's, you know, I'm interested in that. Oh, it's huh. kind of big news. So another source for me is telephone. I like that. I like that idea. I don't know. I feel like I feel like often when I'm blogging things, I need to be doing more of that. You know, it's very it's very easy to say what is going on with this, what is going on with this. Picking up the phone sometimes seems like. Well, it's it's uh, it's it's like asking your neighbor. I mean, yeah. uh, in this case, it's going to a primary source. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking of the email that I get from Hanover Theater, from okay. Music Worcester, from uh -huh. Mechanics Hall. Yeah. And in addition to reading the TNG and watching television news. I really like that they send me emails reminding mm -hmm. me about shows that are coming up. 
sometimes I have tickets or sometimes I can just get the tickets right there on the email. I think that's been a great link for me with theater and the arts for Worcester. Yeah. I have the same experience. Do you guys do you do, you do any Facebook stuff at all? No. See, <laughs> I have I have tried to I have tried to use Facebook as like my calendar organizing thing and I have not somehow not been able to get that to be a good way. Like getting emails from Clark, getting emails from Arts Worcester. I don't know what it is about the emails. So much easier to organize it that way. My my emails work great for me. Mm-hmm. And it also gives me a link to buy a ticket right there too. Mm-hmm. So I think they've done a great job of reaching out to people for whom they, they have our email. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure, you know, they, they've uh, certainly, I'm glad that they have mine because I get a lot of information from theaters that way. That's a sign of good email marketers, too. Whenever you it say, sure you know what I was just thinking about? These emails I get are great. <laughs> they are. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> who, else, who else has a two well, cents? I say, you know, in terms of getting information, uh, you know, another way to do it is information on demand, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And uh, the internet and be able to Google something and use some of these other search engines are tremendous uh, means today of, uh, of finding information. And I find kids today got to be so spoiled because I can remember doing research projects when I was in high school where I'd be looking for some obscure fact. And I would spend an entire weekend in the library going through card files, mm-hmm. going through the shelves, trying to find the information, and maybe find it half the time. Mm-hmm. And a similar obscure fact I could get on my computer now and Google it and find the information usually in less than a minute. It's just incredible to me how quickly you can find information and how easy it is to search for information. So, you know, whether you're reading a newspaper where you kind of catch as catch can in terms of what the publishers and editors decide to put in there, or if you have a particular topic you want to research, you can go online and just Google it, and that information comes up almost immediately. Carl, did you have? Um, Some years ago, uh, uh, insurance companies said, you know, we've got this big, thick book of doctors that we support. But you don't care about the thick book. You care about is your doctor in there. So to, uh, to Joe's point, there's tremendous amount of information, but but there isn't information about the construction that's going on for the uh, the, the light poles that are going to be supporting the solar in, insulation. Mm-hmm. So getting at the right information, making sure that the, the content is coming out of the government agencies, coming out of the primary sources and getting published. That's a part that we haven't fully closed the loop. And the loss of the local, you know, with the Daily Voice closing around Worcester covering the suburban towns, um, that you know, fewer feet are on the ground now digging out that information and getting it to us. So we're, mm-hmm. we're still struggling and it means you know, making more phone calls, but that doesn't then get into the news feed. It doesn't get into Google. Mm-hmm. Anyone else? I'd have to say that I get some of my news from Facebook. Okay. Um, most of it I get from the TNG online, mm-hmm. and on Sunday I read the Globe online. Okay. Uh, Facebook, I'm getting um, blurbs from my. I'm in the town of Holden, mm-hmm. and our one of our <laughs> selectmen wants us to vote for a new school, mm-hmm. so they send us. Um, they send mail to every person on their list, so that we will vote for the way that they want to mm-hmm. vote. And uh, so that we can read that further to see what some of the arguments are right. and, or pro or con. I think that's, that's so interesting. I, I always think about Facebook and like 
you know, that kind of political activism or political organizing that way. That I don't know 20 years ago how hard it was to try to get people excited about a new school or how you reached out to them or how you really connected to people as individuals around that. I don't this know. This seems so much faster. Somebody, this uh, selectman isn't having to go door to door. Mm -hmm. He just, he can send it out. I, I really don't want him coming to my door. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I don't have time for that either. So it's, uh, it's very nice to be able to see what the issues are that yeah. way. Do you feel like the quality of the information that you're getting on whatever size of these issues is good quality information? I do think it's quality. I guess I remember another issue where the person, now that I think of it, did come to my door and I liked the person. Mm -hmm. So I don't get a chance to like or dislike the selectman. Mm. I just get to care about his the issue that he's supporting mm. and trying to get me to support. Mm. So it's... Um, uh, I guess I can't, I, I'm still preferring that I get it electronically. <laughs> because you don't have to deal with <laughs> I the, don't want <laughs> the handshake yeah. part of it. Yes, yeah. Anybody else? Any other thoughts? Well, for, for years, uh, we have subscribed to the TNG. Mm -hmm. uh, it is a fragment of its former self. Mm. Uh, and uh, we still do, and I read, read it primarily to get the obituaries. Mm. In, in my age group, I've, there's always a friend every day or oh. a colleague. Uh, nonetheless, we also find out about what's going on in the town of Worcester, especially mm. with the inserts like Go and Worcester with today, and right. which come, in, come out on Thursday and Friday. However, uh, the hard news internationally and nationally uh, becomes less and less covered. And so therefore, I get most of it from my iPad, and I have several mm. apps on my iPad, like Zite and Facebook and so forth, that, not Facebook, uh, Flipboard, yeah. that uh, give me excellent coverage for uh, what's going on in the world. Mm -hmm. uh, as far as Facebook is concerned, I, people wanted me to be on Facebook. I started two years ago, mm -hmm. and within 24 hours, I had 150,000 friends, and I didn't want to know what they had for lunch last night, and so, yeah. uh, so I got off of it quickly because okay. it was just going to be a waste of time. Sure, sure. But the Telegramming Gazette does cover some of the um, the uh, roundup of things that are going on in the communities. Mm. However, it's really very uh, very narrow, narrow coverage. In days past, they used to yeah. have, uh, they were able to have uh, reporters that went to all the meetings of the different communities. Mm. They lived in Worcester for many years and then moved to, we were in Northboro for many years. And in Northboro, I served on the, um, on the uh, finance committee and they had a reporter there all the time. And so we had mm. articles in the Telegram and Gazette in reference to what was going on in Northboro. Yeah. When I lived in Worcester prior, prior to that, I was on the Worcester School Committee, and uh, that was covered very, very well and very heavily. Mm. So things have changed drastically. The TNG itself is just uh, not a paper that can give you all the news that you want to get, depending upon who you are. So how do you, how do you feel like you're filling that gap with my, uh, uh, through my iPad and okay. the various apps that I'm using. And those, but those are mostly helping with international stories, That's national right. stories. There's no way that I can get really all that I want mm. uh, locally. Yeah. I want to ask, except for the yeah. things that, except for the things that you suggested you 
uh, and Tracy are doing. Uh, you should give them I, a shot. Yeah. You maybe you'll be disappointed. I don't no. know. <laughs> I don't know. Is there anybody? Is there anybody else who has? I don't know. Some some news source that it's like you know about this news source. Other people need to know about it for local news. There's nothing like this out there. Something that's going to surprise me. Something that's going to excite me. <sighs> well, we do have a local newspaper that's. Yeah. A, a, you know, it's not a bad little paper actually, that, mm -hmm. and it does talk about local things that are going on in Grafton, and I think every community has a paper yeah. like that. Yeah. But, you know, it's uh, not always accessible. People don't always subscribe to the, the local papers. Yeah. Because it is very limited. It's easier just to get the T&G and sort of take what you get there. <laughs> yeah. 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 Valley Breeze uh, in Rhode Island. Um, I work in uh, Lincoln, Rhode Island. The Valley Breeze does a very good job of covering Lincoln, Cumberland, uh, Pawtucket, Hmm. And um, they're very open to people submitting photographs, um, information, and they they generally have a good response in publishing. Hmm. Great. Tracy Novick, do you have any comment? Oh, we got another yeah, one. Yeah. You know, part, part of it is, you know, you have so much time during the day to get caught up on the news and, and the other things that you have to do during the day. Personally, I always found more interest in what was going on nationally and internationally yeah. than what's going on locally. And, and that may be because I've moved around and I've lived in different states and different communities. But I always found when I was drawn to get news that I wanted to know what was going on nationally, what was going on overseas. And you know, you're not gonna find a lot of that in your local newspaper. You know, you can find it by going online nowadays, you can find it by going on to national network news and uh, cable news nowadays. I cover the broader uh, aspects of the news. Mm. And uh, obviously, the national newscast isn't gonna cover uh, what's going on in Worcester, but on the other hand, uh, if you like to know what's going on around the country, that's where you go for it. Um, one other source of news comes from snowstorms. Uh, when, uh, when you get the uh, snowed in and everybody is out shoveling, or you check in on your uh, elderly neighbors who uh, may not be able to get out and make sure that their heat is on, make sure that they've got hot coffee and so on, mm -hmm. you get caught up in their stuff and other times you're busy and you don't always get say, yeah, I'm going to go over and uh, see those folks, and you never do mm -hmm. until the storm hits. So the, the, this winter, having several storms, you get to find out you know, how the dogs are doing across the street, how the, how the new people uh, are doing a couple of houses up the road. And it brings people out. I mean, so many suburban houses and even city houses face, you know, the activities in the backyard, the activity is in or indoors. Mm -hmm. and there are very few porches left and we're fortunate we've got a front porch and we can sit and talk with folks who are walking up and down the street. A lot of folks don't have that so uh, getting getting outside and shoveling out cars and uh, again checking on neighbors is is one way of getting the uh, the, the the hyper local news you know the, yes. the the five houses in your uh, right. in either side of you. How is the dog? Right. Are you have you got power back yet? Right. That kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, sir. There's another way that I get local news, which is through various organizations that I'm involved with. Mm. Uh, the social activity of being with people and talking about what's going on. Um, WISE has been a wonderful source of information because these are pretty well informed people and they're informed not only about 
uh, the courses that we're taking, but they're informed about what the, what's going on within the community. Mm -hmm. So if you sit around and talk with them, you get a great deal of information. If you eat lunch with them over here at the cafeteria, you get a great deal of information. Mm -hmm. um, I, uh, I have not tweeted or Twittered because I think that you'd spend your whole life doing that, but I have an extensive email, uh, you know, activity and yes. that that works very well uh, especially I put so money in a, many of them on spam right now that mm. but the one that comes through <laughs> are, are usually quite informative yeah. uh, the spam stuff is spam mm -hmm. any other thoughts any other, any thoughts on the future of journalism I should also ask because I know you guys have been talking about this for weeks and week <laughs> who has the wait Carl has I know Carl has <laughs> Carl <laughs> Carl do you know what the future of journalism your phone yeah, but, is the future of uh, Guys. Yeah. Well, the future journalism, I, I think, is more and more we have to, uh, as old folks, have to get used to the idea of sitting there with our iPad with our cup of coffee. It's mm -hmm. kind of hard to manipulate the two rather than the newspaper because yes. there's nothing nicer than holding that newspaper and drinking your cup of coffee. Yes. Uh, but uh, that's changing, and sooner or later I, we just won't get the TNG either. Mm. Uh, there'll be other ways of getting the uh, OB section and the local news. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I think as the electronics become more familiar to people, they'll be using it much more. Yeah, I tell you, I hope I hope that these other ways do come in. I feel yeah. like I don't know. I feel like I've been part of this hand wringing over the you know the, the the decline of newspapers for like ten years now, and while it seems like newspapers are no longer you know dropping dead every day, like they were for a little while there. I don't know. I still don't feel like. I don't know. I still. I still feel like there's a big gap there. Well, there are some places that you can get very good international news, like uh, the Financial Times, uh, yeah. some of the New York Times, and and even because it's changed some of its focus, the Wall Street Journal. Yes. Uh, I have that on my iPad, and I can yeah. get that information that way. I don't have to wade through 30 pages of finances. Yes, I, for certain things, for certain narrow interests of mine, I mean, there's nothing, I don't know, there's nothing better. There's nothing, you know, like I'm really interested in pocket knives. I'm mean, always interested in the latest steel on pocket knives. I don't know, 30 years ago, how people fly. found out again about yeah. the pocket knife technology, but I don't, I think it was probably hard. And now it's the easiest thing in the world. I, so that kind of stuff I'm happy about. And the national stuff, I feel like, I'm, you know, I've been following national news since I was a very small child. I used to always watch the morning news when I was a little kid before school. Always been a, a, like a sports fan about journalism. But what the local stuff, boy, I don't know. It's difficult. It's difficult. I thought it was very um, hopeful that I'm seeing you bring in some, some paper hmm. that we could look for. Yeah. Um, I don't live in Worcester, so it's kind of... Uh, uh, hopeful to think, well, maybe if you do it out here, maybe you, maybe it could happen in one of our towns that we yeah. even have one handout. It's very nice. I like that. You know, I want to I I share with the audience this metaphor that I use with this class today, which I'm actually happy with as a metaphor, which is that saying that reading the news on a screen is like reading the news on a piece of paper is like saying that a hot tub and a sweater are the same thing because <laughs> they both keep you warm. For a lot of purposes, you know, if, you're, if your issue is hypothermia or your issue is finding out what's going on, that's fine. If your issue is sitting down with a cup of coffee and, you know, like, I don't know, newsprint is so cheap, yet feels so good in the hand. Well, I, I, have, uh, I have three adult children, 52, 54, and 56, mm -hmm. and they don't get uh, printed news any longer. They get mm -hmm. all their news uh, via the Internet or sure. 
So uh, things have really evolved. Although they were brought up in a home where we always read newspapers mm -hmm. and talked about the news uh, over the dining room table. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, just uh, one oh. quick thing. It was like the um, you know, shopping at a, a well-organized uh, Target or something like that versus shopping at Spags, where you would have the, uh, the cheese doodles next to the wrenches, next to the uh, deals on uh, summer clothing in, in the middle of the winter, mm -hmm. that you know, the serendipity that happens is part of the print experience and part of what yes. Happiness Pony is trying to do. Yeah, it's, absolutely. And I just want to reiterate, like, I mean, this, that's why I bring that up, because I feel like some people would look at me and say, well, this is the guy who should be telling me that I should only be reading on the screen and forget about print. I just want to acknowledge, like, I don't know, these things like spags or the, you know, certain kinds of corner stores or whatever, like, there's something lost when those are lost. It may be that they're not economically viable. It may be that, you know, I don't know. In the same way that, like, it's nice that, it, I guess it's nice that we don't have streets full of manure all the time, <laughs> but, like, it's also would be kind of cool to have more horses around. <laughs> you know, like, there, thing, things are lost. They're, you could say it's improvement over, but things are lost. What I've seen, and it's been going on for a long time, so I just relate two quick anecdotes. Uh, but it seems to be that the news is driven more and more by economics. Yeah. You know, this morning I heard the publisher of the Boston Phoenix saying that it wasn't the lack of eyeballs, that was his term, that was causing them to close down, but a lack of advertising. You know, there were plenty of readers. In fact, their readership was growing, but they couldn't keep the publication going because they couldn't attract enough advertising. You know, and going back many years, 30 or 40 years, you know, CBS News used to be the Tiffany Network and had uh, a very high-class uh, news organization that rivaled the print media in terms of its numbers of correspondents and reporters. And then there was a reorganization at CBS, and the news organization was put under entertainment, and all of a sudden they had to be an economically viable organization. Mm. They couldn't be a loss leader anymore. They had to make money by themselves. And that changed the whole organization, and they laid off many of their reporters and significantly reduced their news organization because they now had to show a profit. Mm -hmm. They couldn't just be a great news gathering organization. And it seems to be that pressure has increased uh, forever, uh, you know, for the last 30, 40 years and continues. And that's really having an impact on news in general and how we get it and how people go out and uh, gather it and report it. I love this conversation. We got to wrap it up because of class or time restrictions in this class. But thank you so much. Thanks to Tracy Novick for being here, even though she didn't get to talk. Thanks to Carl for inviting us. This is 508. We will talk to you guys next week. Bye bye. <laughs>